Blog Talk Radio.
Take it all the way, take it all the way till all that's left is true. Turn the searchlight down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me.
for the opportunity, God, to bring this word before your people on tonight, God, to tell them what well, thus is the Lord. I thank you for giving me the strength, God, to bring this message the way that you gave it to me, God, so that your name may get the glory, God. Work however you want to work on tonight, God. Say whatever you want to say, God. I submit to you. I submit to you in servanthood to you for your people. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text for tonight comes from Exodus 15, verses 22 through 25. That's Exodus 15, verses 22 through 25 from the CEV. After the Israelites left the Red Sea, Moses led them through the sheer desert for three days before finding water. They did find water at Marah, but it was bitter, which is how the place got its name. The people complained and said to Moses, what are we going to drink? Moses asked the Lord for help, and the Lord told him to throw a, a certain piece of wood into the water. Moses did so, and the water became fit to drink. As Mara, the Lord tested his people and and also gave them some laws and teachings. As you just heard right there in tonight's foundational text, the word Mara means bitter. The word Mara means bitter. It's right there in verse 23. They did find water at Mara, but it was bitter. Which is how the place got its name. Father God, thank you, God, for the opportunity, God. 
And I am back. Had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I am back. Give me just one second, and I'm going to solve this problem. Thank you, everybody, for being patient. As I was saying, the foundational text for tonight is Exodus 15, verses 22 through 25 from the CEV. And the word Mara, as I said, it means bitter. It's right there in verse 23. They did find water at Mara, but it was bitter, which is how the place got its name. Exodus 15 and 23 CV, the place was called Mara after the bitter water that was found there. And Mara, according to verse 25, was also the place where the Lord tested his people. It also was a place where the Lord tested his people. At Mara, the Lord tested his people and also gave them some laws and teachings. He also gave them some laws and teachings at Mara. So not only is Mara a place that was bitter, it's also a place of testing. I know this to be true, and I'm sure that many of you can testify to it as well. I know this to be true because so many of us are being tested right now in situations, dealing with circumstances that are bitter, hard to digest, hard to process mentally, but still we are coping as best we can. Let's talk. But, love, first of all, let's talk about Jesus. Above all, let's talk about Jesus and how he had to to taste the bitter reality. He had to come to the bitter reality of the cross and drink the cup. He had to come to the bitter reality of the cross and drink the cup. In the Garden of Gethsemane, before being betrayed, arrested, and facing the agony of his death, Jesus prayed three times to the Father, repeatedly three times to the Father. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. He prayed that prayer three times. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. One more time. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Matthew 26, verse 39. The New Living Translation refers to to it as as this cup of suffering. The New Living Translation refers to it as this cup of suffering. The cup is symbolic. It's a symbolic reference to the suffering and the anguish that Jesus was about to endure. And that right there, beloved, is our problem. It's all our problem. We don't want to endure anything. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to go through any anguish in this life. But Jesus went through. He went through. He had to take that cup of suffering. He had to take the cross for our sins. In order for us to be here today and be free, he had to take that cup because we couldn't do it. But still, we don't want to go through anything in this life for him. But that's not the way it works. If you're saved, hear me tonight. If you're saved, you're going to go through something, whether you like it or not. And most times you won't like it. It won't feel good to you, but it's necessary. It's required. Jesus would be required to drink the entirety of the cup, meaning he couldn't just drink half of it or decide that he was going to do this much and he wasn't going to do no more. 
he was required to drink the entirety of the cup. And knowing how bitter and difficult it would be, he prays, as any human being would pray, he prays that it be passed from him, to let it be passed from him, if at all possible. And so, to make a long story short, Jesus ended up taking the cup in its entirety, meaning he took everything the cup represented. As bitter as it was, as hurtful as it was, he took it, the entire cup. He took everything that the cross would do to him. He took it. And this also says to me that there comes a time, there comes a time when praying will not release you from a situation. There comes a time when praying will not release you from a situation. Jesus prayed three times, but he still couldn't get out of going to the cross. Why? Because that's what Jesus was destined to do. That's what God brought him to the earth to do. And sometimes when something is destined for you, something is required of you in this season, when God is requiring something of you, you can pray about it. But if it's something that God really has destined for you to go through for his own purposes, because he always has a purpose, you're going to go through it. And and after you go through it, you're going to be glad you went through it because you learned there was a lesson hidden in it. Somebody be encouraged by that. It's a lesson hidden in it. It don't feel good. Most lessons don't. Most testing don't. But afterwards, when you learn the lesson, when you gain the wisdom from it, you'll be glad. The Bible says in Hebrews 5 that Jesus learned obedience from what he suffered. Even though he was Jesus, he was still a son, and he learned obedience from what he suffered. So if he had to learn from what he suffered, then we have to learn from the things that we go through as well. It's a test, people. It's a test. You got to take the cup because it's a test. It is a test. And there will be some tests, some cups, as many of us already know, that you and I will have to drink from that you and I will have to drink from, that cannot be passed from us. No matter how hard we pray, no matter how hard we pray, Jesus being the example of what I just said, here it is in Scripture. This is Jesus when he was at the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying so earnestly. The, The Bible says he was praying so earnestly until the sweat that dripped from his forehead the sweat that dripped from his forehead was like drops of blood. And still he ended up taking the cup. He was praying with everything in him to the point that he was scratched out. And he started bleeding from his forehead. It was like drops of blood coming from his forehead. And still, despite all of that, he had to go through. He had to take the cup. And that's not knocking prayer. Prayer is powerful. But when it's something that's destined for you, something that God intended for you, for your good, even though it don't feel good right now, you're going to go through it. You are going to go through it. If Jesus did, then so are we. The same with us. We're going to have to take some things. Without question, we're going to have to take some things. 
just taking in faith, somebody just taking in faith, believing for a better outcome, taking in faith, believing for a better outcome because of your obedience in doing so, because of our obedience in doing so. Somebody, two things you need to remember. There are two things you need to remember from tonight's foundational text. Mara means bitter. Mara means bitter. That's number one. But also, number two, Mara is a place of testing. So I conclude that the only way to pass a test is to take it. I know that's not deep. That's elementary. Everybody knows that. But I'm going to say it again for somebody. So I conclude that the only way to pass a test is to take it. Though it doesn't feel good, take it. Any good teacher will tell you, any good teacher will tell you that unless you actually take the test, you will never pass it. Any good teacher will tell you that unless you actually take the test, you will never pass it. But love, you must take it. But love, you must take it. Jesus being our ultimate teacher, our example in all things. It's my desire right here on Prolific Fire to always point you back to Jesus in everything. Jesus being our ultimate teacher, our example in all things, took the cup. He took the cross. Though the cross would test everything, every part of him, though the cross would test every part of him, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. It tested every part of him, but still he took it. Still he took it. Jesus took the test of the cross. Jesus took the test of the cross and passed it, and he passed it for our sins. He took it. In John 19, he took the cross and he passed it. And when it was finished, he said, so right there on the cross, in John 19, he 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 said, it is finished. Just like that, he said it is finished, but it didn't, it didn't come easy, but he did what he had to do. And I'm telling somebody tonight to man up, to woman up, do what you got to do. Take it. Take it. Whatever you're going through, take it. Trust God in it and take it. Take it. He took it. Take it. Enter a nice foundational text. They were in search of water. They were in search of water, but when they found what they had been searching for, but when they found what they had been searching for, it was bitter. And then they found themselves in a testing, in a place of being tested. Somebody you were searching for your happily ever after. You were searching for your happily ever after. You had that fairy tale in your head ever since you were a little girl. You had that fairy tale in your head. And when you finally found what you thought, Notice I said you thought. When you found what you thought happening should look like, things got complicated. Things got complicated and left you bitter. Somebody else, you went through a divorce. You just recently, not long ago, went through a divorce. Somebody else, you went through a bad breakup. And just when you were coping with being single again, COVID hit. Just when you were coping with being single again, COVID hit. Now you're having to figure out a way to deal with being both lonely and isolated. Now you're having to figure out a way to deal with being lonely and isolated, and it don't feel good. It's a bitter situation. Still somebody, you're living with sickness in your body. You're living with sickness in your body. 
and it sounds like an oxymoron. Just me saying that sounds like an oxymoron. oxymoron. It sounds like an oxymoron to have to say living and sickness in the same sentence. The oxymoron is when two things don't don't sound like they should be together, and living and sickness don't sound like they should be in the same sentence. But God, somebody you're living with sickness, but God, or perhaps, or perhaps you lost your job. If I ain't found you yet, I'm coming for you. Or perhaps you lost your job, and you're unable to find another one with the same level of pay and benefits, and it's got you feeling some type of way. It got you feeling bitter. Or perhaps you're missing a loved one. Now, I know this is everybody. Or perhaps you're missing a loved one, and there's an empty space inside of you that's just bitter from the loss. You won't admit it, but grieving ain't always no pretty deal. Sometimes you're just bitter from the loss, especially if they died in a way that wasn't pleasant, that wasn't peaceful. You're just bitter from the loss. Whatever it is, whatever it is, that's bitter and really putting you through the test. Whatever it is that's bitter and really putting you through the test, remember what makes sense to, what makes no sense to us. Remember what makes no sense to us makes perfect sense to God. Remember what makes no sense to us makes perfect sense to God. It's a nice foundational text. After discovering discovering the water was bitter, after discovering the water was bitter, you think it made it made sense to Moses? You think it made sense to Moses to throw a piece of wood in the water? Do you really think it made sense to Moses after after discovering that the water was bitter? Do you really think it made sense to him to throw a piece of wood in the water? Come on, y'all. Verse twenty-five. Moses asked the Lord for help. And the Lord told him to throw a certain piece of wood into the water. Moses did so. Out of obedience, Moses did so. And the water became 50 drinks. And at Mara, and at Mara, the Lord tested his people, and he also gave them some laws and some teachings. Again, it's Exodus 15, verse 25, CV. Certain piece of wood, possibly. But what could a certain piece of wood possibly have to do with changing the water? What could a certain piece of wood possibly have to do with changing the water? Here's my honest answer. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. But because God told him to do it, that's key. But because God told him to do it, it worked. Because God told him to do it, it worked. Because God said it, because God said it, Moses' obedience, obedience to what God told him, what God said in the midst of a bitter situation, in the midst of a bitter situation where, as a leader, he had people looking to him for the answer, it made all the difference. His obedience to God, even though it made no sense to him, made all the difference in the midst of a bitter situation. So what am I saying to you? Just so we're clear. I'm saying, take the test. No, it won't feel good, but you must take it. Take the cup, this situation, because it can't be passed from you. 
if the cross couldn't be passed from Jesus, and he prayed three times to the point that he was just dripping blood. And I know you've been praying, and that situation still ain't passed. The situation still ain't passed over you. It's still right there. It's because God wants you to take it. Somebody, God wants you to take it. He wants you to endure it. He wants you to endure it and watch what you discover on the other side and watch what you discover on the other side of it. As a matter of fact, the situation requires you. As a matter of fact, the situation requires you. It requires you. And and in order to pass the test, you must take it. You keep saying you want to get past this. You want to get past this bit of situation. Okay. And in order to pass the test, here's what you have to do. You must you must take it. Take the test. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Stay sober and alert. No getting drunk, no getting high. You got to go through this thing sober. Although it's bitter and it hurts, and you're not the t- and really you're not the type of person that can stand a lot of pain, but you got to go through this sober and alert. If you want a painkiller, stay in the word. Find scriptures that deal deal specifically with what you're going through. Stay in the word, but you must stay sober and alert to what God is saying. Stay sober and alert to what God is saying, and be obedient. To, to it, be obedient to it. That's what Moses did. Even though he didn't have no idea how no wood would help clear up a bitter situation, would help clear up a bitter stream of water. But still, he throwed the he throwed the wood in because God told him to. You got to be obedient in this season, no matter what. You got to be obedient, obedient in this season. Obedience is the key. Even if it makes no sense to you, and it probably won't, do it. Get like Nike, get like Mary told the people at the wedding in Cana, and just do it. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Stop trying to figure out what this has to do with that. That's a lot of your problem. You're trying to figure out what this has to do with that and how things are going to work out if, and how things are going to work out if, if I do that, if I do this. How would all of it work out if I do this and that? If what? If Moses had took the time to try and figure out all that, like you're trying to figure out, if he had took the time to figure out all that before throwing the wood in the water, he would have still been acting in disobedience. Because how many of you know that delayed obedience is an, is disobedience? How many of you know that delayed obedience is disobedience? If you delay your response to what God has said, it's just like disobedience. It's the same thing. Moses didn't have time to delay. He had to go on and do what he heard the Lord say, even though it made no sense to him. And really, beloved, you don't have no time to waste neither. Wondering, considering, really worrying. You don't have no time for all of that. If he said it, it makes no sense to you, but still do it. And read your Bible. You might find an example in that Bible that will back up what you're hearing him say. You never know. But if Moses had a delayed, he still would have been acting in disobedience. The water still would have been bitter, and the people still would have been bitter and complaining. If he would have delayed 
the water still would have been bitter and the people would have still been bitter and complaining because they wouldn't have had decent water to drink. So they still would have been bitter and complaining. Moses would have failed the test, making his time at Mama a complete waste of time. And Moses would have ended up failing the test, making his time at Mara a complete waste of time. But love, since you're already in the situation, even though it's bitter and it's got you feeling bitter, don't let it all be a waste of time. Somebody hear me. Don't let it all be a waste of time. You're already in the situation. So make the best of it. Even though it's bitter and it doesn't feel good to your flesh, don't let it be don't let it all be a waste of time. Take the test. No one has ever heard of anyone passing a test you never you never even took. Take the test. No one has ever heard of passing a test you never even took. You wanna get past that bitter situation. That's what you say. You wanna get past that bitter situation and how you're feeling now. Guess what? You got to take it. There's no other way around it. You can't go around it. You can't go through it without taking it. You can't go through it without taking it. Take it. Take the test. Be obedient to God. Do what he says. Amen. Do what he says. Amen. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Father God, give them the strength to do all things. Give them the strength to do all things. Even face this thing, this bitter situation, and come out victorious. Come out stronger, wiser than before. Help them to hear your instructions and act on them, not react to them. Help them to hear your instructions and act on them, not react to them. You're not calling for opinion. You're not calling for opinion, but obedience in this season. You're not calling for opinion, but obedience in this season. Help them to be obedient not critical or judgmental. Help them to trust you and to walk this thing out, and to walk this thing out by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. If someone is listening, listening, and you're not saved, but you desire to know Jesus for yourself, you're not saved, but you desire to know Jesus for yourself, repeat after me. Father God, I am a sinner in need of Jesus. I repent of what I know was wrong, and more repentance will come as I learn and grow in you. Help me to start over, start afresh in you, in your son's name, in Jesus' name, amen. You need prayer. This concludes tonight's message, but if you need prayer, a Bible-based consultation, you can always call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. Or email prolificfire at gmail.com, prolificfire at gmail.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now via Block Talk Radio and you have a specific a specific prayer request that's unrelated to what the Lord just brought his word about, what we just prayed about and prophesied about, because you should have received that by faith. If your prayer request is something different, now is the time to get on the phone 
lines. If you're already on the phone lines, now is the time to press one on your phone. Here's the phone rules. Get your prayer request in your head and press one on your phone. Press one on your phone now. I will call out your area code, nothing more than your area code, to let you know that you're about to be on the air. But wait, 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 wait. This is important. Until you hear me say hello and properly greet you before you start talking. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear it and proceed accordingly. I'm going to do the announcements, and then I will come to the phone lines. Now the announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or cash info because you were blessed, and you want to go into what was a blessing to you, you can do so by accessing the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolific fire. Paypal.me slash prolific fire. Or the cash app. Or the cash app, which is the ministry's name, is the dollar symbol and prolific fire. The P and Prolific is capital, F and Fire is capital, written all together. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire. You can find me on Instagram at Property Station. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. And somebody, everybody, please check out ProlificFire.com. On the ministry's website, you can do everything I just named. You can donate. You can send in your prayer requests. Also, you can do something that's very dear to my heart. I'm a world vision sponsor as well as child ambassador, which means I sponsor children overseas to give them a better life, a better chance at life above poverty, aside from poverty. And now we're dealing with COVID because it, it has a two. So there's, I'm looking for sponsors for the children. If you would like to come alongside of me and be a sponsor to a child, reach out to me at the number that I just gave, 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. Or you can go right there on the website and find out some information and become a sponsor. Become a sponsor. It will change your life and their life as well. You receive progress report, pictures, videos, and... When everything is somewhat normal, I don't want to get into that, but somewhat normal, if you have the money, you can always visit your child as an option. And remember, I said somewhat normal. Your prayer request will be taken. Anyway, your prayer request will be taken on Friday. If you don't get it in tonight for whatever reason or you don't want to reach out to me, it will be taken on Friday. So be sure to join us for Faith on the Line with Prophets Paid. It's always a time of prayer and encouragement, and Jesus is always there with us. And if Jesus is there, guess what? You need to be there, too. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Friday night, Faith on the Line with Prophets Paid. Just call the number, the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then, too. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time, and place, which will be Monday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. And the message will be Killing Off Cain. Killing Off Cain. I can't wait to see what the Lord is going to tell us through Killing Off Cain. With all of that being said, to God be the glory, I'm coming to the phone line. 
Well, beloved, at this time, I do see that there are no live prayer requests, but I gave you all the information that you need. So if you need to reach out in a way that you desire to reach out that's most comfortable for you, do so. And be sure to join us on Friday for prayer, whether you need a prayer request or not. Whether you have a prayer request or not, still reach out because just being in the atmosphere will bless you. Until then, everybody. Have a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.